What's up, Moonbeams? Happy Thursday, and welcome to episode 149, Weapons of the Wicked. Here in this episode, I want us to discuss people who withhold love, who withhold affection, and even withhold sex and different things like that just to control you, just to get the results that they want, just to have power over you. If you are new to this podcast, what's up, salutations, and thank you kindly for being here. I really, 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 really do hope that you do enjoy the show. Thanks again. If you're coming back for another episode, what's up, cuz? What's going on? What's the word? If y'all hear thunder outside, it's just thundering outside, and it might get a little ghetto, but we're going to be all right, and we're going to keep pushing through. Anyway, what's up, cuz? Thank you for being here. Thank you for your continued support. I hope you're feeling good. I hope you're in great spirits. I hope your credit scores continue to go up. I hope you just got approved for a new house. And I hope that new stream that you've been uh, working on is getting bigger by the day. Anyway, the first segment we're going to be talking about lack of conflict resolution skills. In the second segment, we're going to talk about learned behavior. And in the third segment, we're going to talk about a refusal of accountability. Hopefully, as y'all know, my episodes are designed with the intention to help somebody, to soothe somebody, to be a demonstration for somebody, to, you know, hopefully just get you out of your mindset and just allow you to see uh, things through the mind of someone else, through the eyes of someone else. Uh, Without further ado, Let's jump into this episode in three, two, and one. Let's go. A.D. Ali Watt said, Sometimes what you don't say is more powerful than anything you could say. For me, growing up around people who spend a lot of time saying what they didn't mean, you know, it really put me in the zone of feeling like I would have to invest more in listening because I developed the habit, you know, in a trauma response, but I developed the habit of not trusting people to tell me the truth. And it's something that still 
can get the best of me today. You know, and it's like, it's because I spent the time around a lot of people and I realized that human beings can utter words, we can speak and talk, but we're not always aware of the words that we mean. Sometimes we're not aware that the words that we're, exp uh, we're sharing ex uh, are tied to our emotions, are tied to our beliefs, our thoughts. And, you know, when it comes to people that withhold um, love or withhold affection and different things like that, they have, I've learned they have a habit of doing that because they probably never learned conflict resolution skills. You know, I've, uh, and watching my parents and watching my siblings and watch people in my family, you know, growing up as a kid, I would notice that, you know, when we get into situations where if you didn't do something that, you know, my parents wanted you to do or something like that, they especially, you know, uh, well, both of them really, they can withdraw. You know, they can withdraw their attention, they can withdraw their love. And honestly, I think it's because they don't know what else to do. You know, I think they grew up in environments where they didn't learn how to properly, you know, learn how to solve their problems, learn how to work through conflict in a healthy way. And because they didn't know how to work through conflict in a healthy way, they didn't know how to teach us how to work through conflict in a healthy way. They didn't know how to teach us how to communicate in a healthy way. You know, everything is whooping this and whooping that and nothing ever really gets solved or understood. It's just we're taking, we're using brute force and, you know, power to, you know, thwart the situation, if you will. I think that's the, a lot of the reason we exist in a time now where you may be friends with people or may be related to people and people will cut you off out of nowhere before because they probably had a situation with you or some type of clash with you. And, you know, rather than apologize or, you know, make amends, they don't know what to do about, you know, resolving the situation. And they don't want to feel like it's their fault. So to maintain the upper hand, I'll cut you off so I don't have to feel wrong or feel guilty or whatever like that. And, you know, we just experience a lot of that unbothered nonchalantness in people these days. Um, nowadays it's so easy for everybody to be no, uh, so nonchalant and give you the cold shoulder. I think it's really sad. It just really shows how much, you know, we just don't care. We don't care about people, but furthermore, we don't care about ourselves. And the thing is, depending on who's on the other end of the situation, you know, if they've seen it, they see that you have the makings of, you know, solid character or personality traits, you know, you have it in you to be accountable. You have it in you to take responsibility for your actions. Then they'll bank on you taking responsibility for the situation. But if you take too long or you just don't take responsibility for the situation, they'll give you the cold shoulder as if you did something wrong or they'll cut you off as if you did something wrong. And as a kid, growing up under that kind of energy, growing up under people who moved like that, who did things like that, it made it very hard for me to trust. You know, it exposed me to how transactional love can be, how conditional love can be from other people very, very early, very, very young. And it put me in that place of really being scared to ask for help because I know you don't want to help me because you just want, you know, you, I know you don't want to help me to help me out of this situation or whatever like that. You want to help me somehow so you can have some leverage on me or, you know, whatever. But 
More than anything, understand that these people never learned how to resolve their issues properly. They never learned how to deal with conflict in a healthy way. And because they didn't, that's the reason that you experience what you experience from them today. AJ Darkholm said, What you withhold in this life will be withheld from you in the next. Growing up in my house, you know, I got into it with my parents a lot, and I even got into it with my siblings a lot because, you know, they're they're all, you know, they're the kind of people that you know, it's easier for them to suppress their emotions. And more than likely, it's because, you know, growing up, like, you know what I'm saying, like I did, my, me and my siblings did, they grew up with people that, you know, parents had told them, you know, since you're a kid, you can't be mad. You can't get mad. Since you're a kid and, you know, I pay the bills and feed you, you know, you can't get angry. You can't want privacy. You know, pretty much they were trained early to be detached from their emotions. And, you know, in our house, my parents did the same thing. You know, you couldn't have an attitude. You couldn't be frustrated. You couldn't be mad or annoyed. A child can't be those things. A child should only be seen and not heard. And I was just one of those rebellious children that just wasn't gonna go for that. You know what I mean? Like I just can't be suppressed or oppressed like that. I can't be stifled. I can't have nobody trying to tamp me down like that. So we got into it a lot because, you know, in growing up in the environment of not being able to trust what you say, it put me in the mode of studying what you say, sometimes even taking note. You know, and, and as a kid, before I even got into double digits, I got skilled at hearing subtext in speech. I got skilled at hearing, you know, uh, I can hear my mom say, uh, you going to go spend some money on some more shoes on another outfit? And what she's really saying is, you going to spend that money when I don't have no money? Or you going to spend money on shoes or an outfit and I don't have no cigarettes? So you going to spend money on shoes and an outfit and I don't have no pop or I don't have whatever I want or have whatever I need? And, you know, those kind of things. And you just get to read between the lines. And I, you know, I definitely practice reading in between the lines early. You know, when it comes to people that withhold affection, love, sex, and all those different kind of things, they do, though, that another reason they do those things because they learned it from their parents. You know, and maybe they felt like because their parents did it to them and they were probably obedient or behaved or succumbed to it, that, you know, it was something that worked. And because they felt like it was something that worked, they felt like it was something they could adopt and implement into their communication style. So when they get into friendships or relationships and stuff like that, they'll give you the cold shoulder, you know, to try to, you know, control what you do. You know, if it's too uncomfortable, it's too awkward, and all, you know, you'll be quick to take responsibility. You'll be quick to apologize. You'll want to be the bigger person. You'll want to do the right thing. And they can save face and stay in the back in the cut doing what they want to do. And, you know, that's a really selfish, unfair way to be. And, you know, I had to learn for myself for years that that was just something I didn't want to contribute to. That was something I didn't want to be a part of. That's just something I can't make space for in my life. So many of us are experiencing this kind of treatment from people, and we can't really be honest with ourselves that this is what's happening. 
You know, some of you may be experiencing it with your wives, your girlfriends, you know, with them withholding sex to try to control you or for you to do the things they want or, you know, with your husband or, you know, whatever, your boyfriend withholding money or withholding, you know, male, male attention or whatever the hell it may be, you know, with your parents withholding their approval, you know, so you can make the kind of decisions they want you to make so you can do what they want you to do, whatever it may be. Learn that you don't have to wait on that shit. If somebody wants to withhold, let it. Let them do that and show them you're going to be okay. One of the best things you can do is show them, I'll be all right. I'm not going to be held in. I don't have to wait on you. I don't have to wait on you. But more than anything, I want you to walk away and remember that if you're dealing with someone, friend, you know, friend, significant other, child, or whoever, you know, parents, if you're dealing with someone that displays this kind of behavior in terms of withholding emotional, um, you know, that emotional attention or, you know, love or whatever like that, they more than likely learned it from their parents or they learned it from whoever raised them. And to them, they probably thought it worked or it was effective somehow, but it's really manipulative. It's very, very manipulative. And it doesn't do anything but, you know, yield resentment, make people really not mess with you like that, not want to be around you. I must say that it's definitely ruined a lot of my relationships because, you know, with my relationship with my dad, like I just felt like I would see him withdraw a lot of energy or, you know, love from me, you know, seemingly in, in my opinion, when I wouldn't do the things he wanted me to do. Or my mom, when I didn't do the things she wanted me to do. You know, when I didn't do the thing when she didn't, when I didn't want to give her money, when she needed money or whatever it may be. You know, I don't hear from her on the phone or whatever may go on. But understand this is a learned behavior and you don't have to stick around and tolerate it. Donald L. Hicks said, if you withhold love as a form of punishment, who is being punished? One important thing to remember is that when you think about people who withhold love and affection to manipulate you and control you, understand that they don't have the upper hand. Understand that in the very beginning, they're making a decision to resist love. Like, take that in. They are withholding and trying to control you with the absence of love and affection. And because they're trying to control you with the absence of love and affection, they themselves are denying themselves love. They themselves are training themselves to believe, I'm not worthy of love. You know what I mean? So understand there, they don't have an upper hand on you. They're really not winning. They're really losing. They're losing before you lose. They're suffering more than you are. And, you know, it's important to learn how to recognize these things in people. You may have people in your life that may be trying this with you or doing this with you. And you may feel compelled to get angry or want to cuss them out or do them harm. And you have to get into a place in a space where you understand this person is hurting. This person is suffering. And I can't make this about me. They don't know they matter. They don't know they're enough. And they have to resort to these kind of low, uh, lowly kind of, you know, decisions and tactics and techniques 
to get my attention, to, you know, get my time. You know, it really takes getting into that place where you understand I'm not showing up in any room where I can't add value or people don't add value to me. Someone that would withhold love and affection, you know, in a relationship or friendship or anything like that with you is someone who can't and won't add value to you. And in recognizing that they won't add value to your life, you really need to be done. Listen, another thing that's so unfair about this is that, you know, trying to get them to be accountable for these situations, for this behavior, can be very challenging. But again, more than likely, they won't. They probably act like they don't know what you're talking about. But again, leave them to their own stuff because they're suffering, they're miserable, they're bitter. And this is what they have to stoop to, to feel empowered. This is the length they have to go to to feel in control. And, you know, it's sad because on the other end, it can make us feel like we're doing something wrong. It can make us make us feel like we're not adding up, we're not enough, you know, we're not doing something right. And, you know, because we're not doing something right, this person is withholding love from me. This person is holding back from me. This person won't look at me the way they usually do. This person won't touch me. This person won't call me. This person won't give me high fives on my achievements and all this other stuff. And the thing is that I learned about life, you have to get comfortable and get good with doing it for yourself. Things happen twice. Things manifest twice in your life. You know, first, before those things actually happen in your imagination, when you're visualizing yourself there, and when it actually occurs in your reality. Understand that you deserve better, that you deserve better than what they're giving you. If you're in a marriage, in a relationship, in any, you know, in any kind of dealing where people are withholding the best of who they are from you to try to control you or manipulate you, you know, for whatever reason, Walk away now. If it's not going to be any dis, if it's not going to be any respect in the picture, walk away. I know so many kids that are just still in a relationship with their parents and you know starving themselves to death emotionally because they're just waiting for their dad to say, "I am proud of you," waiting for their dad to say, "I love you," waiting on their mom to say, "I love you," or "I'm proud of you." Or, you know, just like, you know, whatever it may be, but waiting on parents to, you know, say these magic words that you think will just, you know, swallow you whole and make you whole and make you complete. Know that you are already complete. You're just rediscovering it about yourself. When you were born, you were born complete. Don't let no one talk you out of that and don't let anybody tell you different. Another sad thing about human beings that I've learned is that we will stand in each other's way if someone looks like they're closer to joy or closer to nirvana or peace than we are. We will do everything to stand in your way and try to talk you out of going in the direction you're going. You know, we will do everything we can. And it's sad and it's pathetic, but it is life. But more than anything, understand you don't have to be around for it. If you stick around, you're training yourself to believe that's what you deserve.
What's up, Moonbeams? Welcome to the air segment. Here in the air segment, you know we come here to get real. We come here to get open. We come to be transparent. And we come looking to get to the next level. We come looking to understand ourselves better. So let's jump in. The first letter is E. Embrace. Embrace the idea that if you or anybody you know have a tendency to withhold love or affection or, you know, emotional energy to, to get their way, you lack conflict resolution skills. You know, maybe you grew up at a time where, you know, you didn't learn, you, didn't, you weren't able to see your parents or guardians or whoever, you know, raised you. You weren't growing up in a situation where you could see them resolve conflict in a healthy manner, in a healthy capacity, I mean. So be aware that this is centered around conflict resolution. A lot of us, you know, we grew up in that space of thinking if we just withdraw our energy and give the person the cold shoulder, that they themselves would do the right thing and they will make the amends, they will make it right, and all that kind of jazz, and that is wrong. Now, you know, there may be instances where you may be able to get what you want doing that, but the relationship, the communication isn't reciprocal. You know, you definitely want it to be a team effort. But if you are pulling away and drawing away your energy just, you know, in hopes that somebody else will do the right thing, will be the bigger person, you know, they will fill in the blanks or the gaps, then you have the wrong idea. And maybe you never learned what you needed to learn, but maybe in listening to this episode, you can come face to face with that truth now and you can start learning that for yourself. There's books you can read, there's things you can do to start teaching yourself conflict resolution skills. You know, if you're an adult, you work, you know, you're working, you know, you work for a living in some capacity. And it's important to be able to uh, know how to solve conflict in a healthy manner. Manner. Moving on. The next letter is R, recognize. Recognize that you probably also withhold your feelings, withhold your love, your affection, your sex, Whatever it may be, you do that because your parents did that to you. You know, you grew up watching your parents or guardians do that to you. And you probably thought because they did that to you, that's the way people operate. Everybody does that. That's just, you know, the rule of thumb, the rule of law. So that was something you adopted into your communication style. Maybe you thought they did it to you. And because they did it to you, you probably thought it was effective. You know, because, you know, they got you to do whatever they wanted you to do or whatever like that. So, again, you adopted it into your communication style and you treat other people that way. I want to tell you that it's not a healthy way to be. It's not a fair way to be. And after a while, you will drive everyone away and people want to be around you. Understand that as a kid, you do what you have to do to survive. You did what you had to do to survive, to get by, to make it. But as an adult, it's time to live more intentionally. It's time to be more authentic to your experience and to who you are as an adult and not letting the child that, you know, got through childhood still command your life and run your life in that same selfish fashion. Right now, you probably think you get some type of control or glory out of it because you feel like you're in control and you hold the cards when you're able to withdraw your energy and make people do what you want. But 
What you're doing is denying the love, but the very thing you're doing is denying yourself love. And you ultimately suffer the most behind this behavior. Moving on. The last letter is A. Accept. Accept that you and your situation won't start, your situation won't change until you start taking responsibility for your behavior, for your actions, for the things that you are doing. You know, it really takes those uh, small steps, those baby steps of awareness and, you know, catching yourself when you see yourself doing that and asking yourself why. Why am I withholding? Why am I holding on or withholding uh, attention or withholding love or, you know, withholding truth or your truth or whatever it may be that you're withholding? You know, getting in touch with that child that probably had parents that, you know, that treated them that way. And, you know, seeing yourself, you know, could be the next generation doing somebody else like that. And just thinking about the fact that it just may not be fair or healthy. You know, also putting yourself in someone else's shoes and just recognizing that, you know, it may, may not feel good. It may not be something you yourself want to experience. And because it's something you don't want to experience, don't do it to anybody else. You know, I've definitely learned a great deal from people all my life. And, you know, especially growing up and being around people who withhold their approval, people who withhold their, you know, affection, their adulation, you know, their love and, you know, their attention just to, you know, manipulate your actions and, you know, want you to so you can do what they want you to do so you can behave the way they want you to behave. And ultimately that kind of thing breeds resentment. And you may not think it's a big deal to whoever you're doing it to, but one day it will blow up on you and it will be a big mess and you may not be able to fix it. And, you know, that'll be your loss. That'll be your mistake. So there you have it. Embrace, recognize, and accept. If you haven't had a chance yet, please head over to Apple Podcasts and please leave a comment and a rating and let me know what you think about this episode. Do you want to hear more content like this or not? Also, in the next episode, we are going to be talking about boundaries. If you set them, they will leave. So you don't want to miss that. Like I was saying before, I definitely just want to urge y'all to understand that, you know, if you are existing in life around anybody and, you know, people are, you know, with, you know, giving you the cold shoulder or withdrawing their energy from situations in hopes that you'll be the bigger person and you will fill in the gaps. You'll, you know, you'll do the right thing. You'll, you know, walk the relationship out of dysfunction and make sure everything's okay because you always do. Then you might have to take the initiative and keep it moving because you have to understand you don't deserve that. And in understanding you don't deserve that, you get to free yourself from that and remove them from your life and allow them to be around more people like them. Anyway, I want to thank y'all for supporting the Medicine Cabinet where we get experimental about exploring your potential. Lastly, you are strong. You are enough. You are wise and baby, you are Later.